This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Smooth. Did you <laughs> did you hear that on your end? I did hear that. Right on. So uh um, hey, So uh if uh, uh if our listener has figured things out by now, uh only Edgar? if Edgar's figured figured anything out by now, it's that uh, A G and I are in the studio and Mac is uh, calling in via um, I don't even know what we're using right now. He's on Skype. remote. He's Skype. on remote location. Yeah, he's on. He's on a remote location. He's on assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, welcome to welcome to another Sturds episode, gents. Another week. Yeah. But uh, another week down. Yeah, yeah. An- another week down, and uh, I think that uh, uh, we've got well. By the time the, the, they get this recording, it will have already passed. But we've got a lot of rain coming to, to Portland. Ooh, I'll say. Yeah, it's been. Uh, they they predicted a lot of wetness mm-hmm. over the last week. <laughs> yeah, they have. Um, it's because I'm in town, and it's been and it's been pretty moist. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but I think it's supposed to get a lot moister. Moister, a lot more moist. Moistest is. <laughs> it's more moist. Yeah, it, it was the same here where I am on assignment. Uh, we had. We had thunderstorms this morning and torrential rain. It was pretty crazy for a little while. Lots of lightning. Well, we didn't get much lightning. We never do. We uh, we rarely get lightning here, for sure. No. Yeah. What's um? So what's up this week, gents? Uh, we got a lot of things. Uh, by the time this episode airs, it'll be the the day before tax day. Taxes are due, which you know for a lot of people, it's a pain in the ass. Is it a pain in the ass for you? No, uh, it has been in the past, but not uh, this year. Although I'm hearing a lot of people complaining about owing money this year. Yeah, I think it was supposed holding to... changed or something. Yeah, isn't it supposed to? Wasn't it supposed to be better uh, with the uh, what is it like the standard deduction being at? Is it a 10k or 12k? I can't remember what it is. I don't even know, but I think what happened was a lot of people didn't have enough money pulled out during the year. So their paychecks are probably bigger, but now that the tax man is calling, uh, they are finding they owe money, which maybe they haven't in the past, and that sucks. Yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mac is buffering right now. <laughs> Mac's it's the classic fucking commercial. I'm buffering. Well, you're bu- you're buffering. <laughs> He's, uh, he's hear my hot take on, on taxes, but the it is true, though, that people are getting more money in their paycheck, and so I hate to say it, it is kind of... Is he, is he still out? Mm-hmm. This is going to be fun. The end of the year. Uh, I read about that, so while I, I would like to... I mean, it's still stupid that they cut taxes, to that extent, but I, I, I don't, don't want to give uh, Trump or any credit or uh, any kind of a, a ticket out. But yeah, it is true that uh, people are seeing the more they're seeing the money now rather than later. Well, um, hopefully, there aren't too many of our listener that is going to find themselves in a uh, 
paying situation this time of year because, man, when you don't expect that, it's never just like 50 bucks. It's thousands usually. And right. Who, who can swing that, like, right now? Not me. Well, maybe I could. I'm not sure where people are feeling it, but I felt it in state versus federal. Mm. Um, like, I owe state for the first time in a while. Damn. But uh, Wow. But I also know that... Because um, I used to, I used to itemize. Well, actually, I still do. But uh, but my itemization is less than what the standard deduction is. Okay. So I was thinking, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know how. <laughs> I clearly don't know how it works. But I was thinking, okay, that might be better for me then if I'm able to deduct more than what I was able to do before. I was thinking that'll be better. Hmm. But yeah, it didn't quite work out for me this year. So I, I do need to take a look at my. What what is it, Mac? Is it the W two? We gotta ask the expert. Uh, yeah, W two is what you get. You gotta make sure you get your ten ninety five. That's your first. No, my bad. Where I do my deductions, I think it might be the W four. Is that the W four? Yeah. Okay. Well, the W four is where you end the event. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. need to. I need it's to make it. Uh, it might be too yeah. late. We're we're already in April. Maybe it's not too late. I know we're already in April, but uh, I can still adjust my W four and. Adjust my deductions. Well, you could claim me as a dependent. <laughs> yeah, it's a grown ass de- dependent here. Mm-hmm. Well, you could say he kind of could be. I mean, you are there like once a month, and you are living there, so. <laughs> and loving, we're loving here, also. Yeah. <laughs> loving here, also. <laughs> so, what else is? Uh, yeah. So, obviously, taxes. You know, people are going to have to deal with it. I mean, there's only a few constants in life, right? Right. You, you, what is it? Death and taxes. Death and taxes. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, uh, yeah. AG It is kind of depressing head. for. Uh, I mean, especially if you're counting on it. Uh, you should never count on a dog, because I think we all saw what happened to to Clark W. Griswold when he was counting on and getting a bonus at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and instead he got the jelly of uh, you know, the month club. So. Is this a fucking Chevy Chase movie reference? Vacation. It's a, it is a Chevy Chase reference, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It, you know, for budgeting purposes, definitely do not do not bank on ref, tax refund. Do not bank on bonuses. Is you'll just yeah, get don't, just don't, get, get don't, in trouble. Don't go buying pools and 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 promising people that they're going to have uh, a really nice summer and then spring, but you know. All sorts of benefits that you're expecting from stuff like that. That's always the worst because then, you know, because then you know you're, you're kind of screwed. You got to go sell the kids. You got to you know you, you know you got to prostitute the wife and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then you, the loan sharks. You, you don't want to overpromise and underdeliver with them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, Ag, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I was just saying, death. Death is coming. And uh, <laughs> we all know what's coming this uh, April. We've been waiting for a while for it. Mac hopefully knows what I'm talking about. A big in sh- April. A oh big- yeah, game Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. Now, are you looking so forward least, to it? At least there is. A- Full disclosure, Mac is in a fucking bar right now, and they probably have the worst Wi-Fi. Well, okay, first of all, surprise level is zero. <laughs> Second of all, 
Hmm. But GOT is not something I got into. So is there a reason why? I think part of it was when relevance, it was already like maybe it's in, in, in its fourth season or mm-hmm. third season, and I felt like, ah, I don't have time to try, you know, try to play catch-up. Yeah. And I, I'm certain that if I started getting, getting into it in a later season, I'll have a lot more questions than answers, you know, and I'll get myself frustrated. I can almost see waiting till it's wrapped up to start it. Yeah. Or don't start it. I don't care. It's no skin off my nose. But Wait, is it supposed to wrap up? Is this, this like is the, the final last season? season? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's the final season, yeah. Is it because the books are done? I mean, what's... Is it based on books? They've gone past the books. Like, we're, they've been waiting for George R.R. R. Martin to finish the, what is like, the sixth book. And then he's yeah. supposed to do a seventh book. But he hasn't gotten finished with it, so they've actually jumped sort of ahead. And who knows how the books will end compared to the TV show. But um, this is, it's advertised as the final season, and some shit is going to go down. And it's been like a year and a half since they came out, and I don't think I'm even quite ready for it. Like, I almost need, no, another, I, I almost need another I year. I agree. Yeah. The dread is, is mounting. Mac, did you uh, start watching Game of Thrones from the get-go? No. Um, similar to um, Lost, I kind of waited until it was just it was almost over and sort of jumped on board. And so, you know, uh, you know, the wife and I did a lot of binging on Game of Thrones. And, you know, I, I've tried that with, like, Mad Men. I've tried it with some other, like, the, uh, what's the zombie one, the... Uh, Walking the dead. Living Dead, or whatever the hell it is, uh, Escape, or, or whatever it is, the zombie one, and we just didn't, we couldn't get into it. The so, bad game, but Game of Thrones and and Lost, and the, and uh, another one, Fringe. But going back to Game of Thrones, yeah, we really got into it, and it was really easy to to binge watch. And then I and then I got caught up, and then you know I hate this waiting. Um, for the next week, I don't like the. I think I think I think we've had this discussion before about about waiting for cliffhangers. I I I'm not a big fan of that. I'd rather go ahead and just get on to the next episode. But you know, shit, we had to wait what like a year and a half for this final fucking season to come out, and uh, I am not ready for it because I also don't want it to end. And this is season eight, right? The one that's that we're getting into, and then this is the wrap up. I'm seeing an article. I think so. There's an article right now that I just pulled up on. Um, on our production laptop here, um, that says that there are five episodes that you need to rewatch before starting season eight. So the episodes, ah. the episodes that they okay. recommend, lay it on me. Uh, season one, episode one, called "Winter Is Coming." Yeah, and the key right. takeaways are right. the prologue, Ned and Robert in the crypt, and the character introductions. Um, the next episode that they say you should watch is season five, episode eight, called "Hard Home," mm-hmm. with the key takeaways being learning how the dead fight and what a war against them might look like. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Ne- yep. Next episode they said is season six, episode five, called "The Door," with the key takeaways being the Night King origin story and how he yeah. fi- and how he finds Bran, Bran, Bran. See, I'm already. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce these. I don't know, it looks like Bran, but it could be Braun. Uh, the next Bran, episode... Braun is a different character. Oh, Jesus. 
the next episode they say to, to rewatch is season six, episode ten, "The Winds of Winter." Um, is it Cersei? Cersei? Mm-hmm. Cersei becoming Cersei becoming fully unhinged. Danny or Danny? Danny setting sail. Danny. Danny. And the confirmation. Yeah, Danny. Of, the confirmation yeah. of John's parents. Yep. Okay. Um, and then lastly. They say to rewatch season seven, episode seven, "The Dragon and the Wolf." Uh, the key takeaways are the meeting and drawing of sides, the wall coming down, and the revelation of John's parents. That was what, what episode? Se- was that? Uh, season seven, episode seven. Seven, seven. seven. Okay, seven and seven. Uh, I see. I would still recommend watching the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. To yeah. get your full bloodlust like revved up, because you know that's going to be pretty minor compared to what goes down in season eight. Oops, I just I spelled bastards wrong. I spelled bastards the way we spelled it. Battle of the bastards. Yeah, looks like that and, was. You know, that, you know, I guess if, if you're going to compare it, you're going to look at um, the Lord of the Rings movies, like that that second one where they have the big battle at the end. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what that's going to be to like the final battle and the third and you know the return of the king where it was just all that craziness i think we're going to see something along those kind of lines there now is the um i know i've heard that too i've heard a lot of um references to there being too many similarities between got and lord of the rings but um but i imagine that uh, there's enough of, of a difference to make it interesting like i didn't I didn't necessarily not like the El- you know the Lord of the Rings movies, but I appreciated them. So will this be as a uh, <laughs> as a as a, as a yeah. you know as a would be newbie to GOT when it finally com- all comes out on Netflix or wherever? Um, will I be satisfied, or will I be making a lot of comparisons? A- Ag, well, I don't think it, the comparisons are only sort of the setting is similar, but what goes on in each thing is like totally different where like Game of Thrones is more about political and relationships and uh, just back backbiting like magic and stuff is not really too prevalent but uh, Lord of the Rings is more like we need to get this thing done and all the just things that entail getting this one act done whereas Game of Thrones is kind of all over the place. There's a lot of stuff going on. Mac, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I would, I would agree. I think there's a lot more of the, I guess, good versus evil, and there is that in Game of Thrones. But I think you know they made it pretty clear with a lot of the characters that you know sometimes they do a lot of evil stuff to get the job done, um, and some of it is crazy. I think uh, Arya could be kind of one of those characters where she's become an assassin, and uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if there's magic involved with it, but what, what's that? We didn't say anything. Oh, I thought I. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Technical difficulties here at the Broadway Brew House in downtown Nashville. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's a lot more nuanced for sure. I mean. They, they probably could have got into that with Lord of the Rings too if they really wanted to, but it is definitely uh, hey, what's up? Uh, more of a kind of a black and white. Just, hey, hey there, hey, hey, how are you doing? Uh, 
Yeah, it's more about the action and the you know the magic and all that. But game, yeah, the Game of Thrones is much more about the intrigue and uh, you know the castle uh, or the court uh, politics and all that kind of stuff like that. So yeah, I think uh, if Lord of the Rings had if they had turned that into a series, I almost wonder if they if they would have gone that uh, if it could have gone that route. Well, another thing is Game of Thrones is just a lot more harsh. There's yeah. some truly awful things that happen in Game of Thrones, whereas Lord of the Rings, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's all kind of glossed over. Like Lord of the Rings, I mean, Lord of the Rings is kind of like uh, NBC, but Lord, of the, uh, but Game of Thrones, it's like um, Cinemax. It's very Cinemax. Yeah. Okay. Cinemax. Like, yeah. Like the because the so the only Game of Thrones episode that I ever saw, and actually to be fair, it was actually only a snippet on YouTube that I saw was the <laughs> Red Wedding. Red okay. Wedding. Yeah, uh, that's pretty yeah. bad. So, yeah. uh, so after I saw that, and I was you know, I mean, and then I had to like explain the hard on. But after I saw that, <laughs> I was, explain and then take care of. Yeah, take care of. I was going, wow, this this might be an interesting show. But I also heard something, and you actually mentioned it earlier, um, AG, that the show, the TV show, which is on HBO, is that mm-hmm. right, has already gone right. be- beyond the books. Mm-hmm. How many seasons has it gone beyond the books? Like maybe one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Maybe two, but it's they don't line up perfectly. Yeah. And you know, I guess I guess the guy doesn't have any plans uh, currently to even finish the books. This- where I understood he's just kind of at an impasse and you know it's probably for the best because I think even in the books I mean it's pretty harsh in the series right from what I understand it's even harsher in the books and uh what, what the midget guy what's his name uh Peter Dinkle or whatever Dinklage uh yeah his his character is actually pretty hideous in the books like his nose has been cut off and he's got all like a heck of a lot more going on than what he's got going on in you know in the show there, so it's it's probably good that his is uh, I don't know for, you know for me I guess if I had a, a series of books I was writing and somebody hijacked it and turned it into something else I might be kind of pissed off. But he is on board. He's like an executive producer of the show. I was going to ask that. So he's very involved. It's not like somebody just took it. He voluntarily sold it and is involved in the furthering process, but. He needs to finish the books. I mean, I, I haven't read them. I've started the first one, but right. they are—they are an interesting reader. He's a good writer, and he's a good world builder. Um, but I think once you get that success of the TV show, it might be hard to actually go back to the writing of the book. So I don't know. But there's there's going to be all kinds of like there's going to be a prequel series, and there's going to be other sort of spinoffs. So this world is not going to die. When the series is over, it's kind of like Star Trek, and then it'll be, yes. and then there'll be Game of Thrones: The Next Generation, yes, or something. <laughs> Deep Space Thrones, Deep Space Thrones, yeah. Deep Throat Thrones. Ooh. That's what they live. Would it be nice if they actually finish the show up one one of these times where, like, everybody dies and it just goes to black? I mean, <laughs> you really have no idea. Like all the heroes, like all the people he wanted to win, lose. And, he, and even Cersei goes down. It's just it's just the Night King and like a bunch of zombies. And okay, oh well, I guess that's probably more of likely what have actually happened if something like that were to happen. So I guess it's real, and it's done. So here's the thing I was thinking about is, and I'm getting this sort of a spoiler here, but 
So, really, the Night King, he's only threatening Westeros, right? He right. Can't, he can't get to the other continents, except now he's got a dragon. So, he could actually cross over the ocean and start a new army over there, potentially. Oh, yeah. So, that, that dragon thing, that whole, that whole scenario where he gets a dragon, that actually sort of changes the course of everything, I think. Because now he could take over the world, maybe. Right, he he's uh, an, you know a threat to the entire game Game of Thrones globe, I guess you can say. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, and they they certainly could do it in next generation, but I think like more likely is that is what you were talking about is the whole prequel. I think I have heard that they're already in in talks to create a prequel. Yeah, like Naomi Watts is going to be in it. So, wait. Who? They've already cast it, I think. Naomi Watts. Ah. Naomi Hotz. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. But anyway, I, th- I think this is going to be a pretty significant cultural event. Perhaps, especially on the last episode. Like, things are going to stop happening because people want to watch it. Right. Well, it'll be like, um, equivalent to like math or, um, Endings of network shows back in the old days, you think? The olden days? Yeah, but I mean, nothing compares to the uh, the ending, the series ending for uh, Charmed, you know, that TV show where the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was. That tugs at the I, I didn't know there even was an ending for that show. I thought, I thought they just stopped, stopped making them. <laughs> no, kind of like Firefly. They're just like, oh, well, you know, the show's over now. <laughs> Uh, spoiler, they all turn each other into frogs. Yep. <laughs> the last one turned herself into a fl- frog. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com Email us at innocuousbastards at gmail.com Hey, so um, the other thing that's happening, uh, I'm sorry, are, we, are you guys done, We're uh, done with your hard arms off on Game of yeah. DOT? But another thing that's yeah. happening um, um, after this uh, episode uh, comes out is uh, it's pizza week in Portland. Portland's got like these weeks, you know, and months and stuff. So there was, of course, Burger Week, uh, I think that happens towards the end of the year or something. Yeah. Or was it the start of the year? And then, of course, Portland Dining Month in March um, but it's Pizza Week from April 15th to uh, whatever the the week is, 21, 22. So, yeah. but uh, uh, I, we're doing math right now. 20. To 20. So 15 to the t- Wait, no, 14 to 20. April 15th. Oh, 15th, 21st, yeah. All right, so anyway. Okay, we're good. Geez, all right, so Pizza Week. And, uh, you know, obviously, their pizza. Portland likes to say that, they're, that we're a p- p- uh, pizza town. Um, what do you guys think about that? Is exa- uh, Mac is shaking his head. Yeah, I don't think Portland is a pizza town at all. I mean, it, they, there's some decent pizza places, but when I think of Portland, or when I talk to anybody about Portland, they don't talk about pizza. That's like the last thing that they're that they're going to be bringing up. It's I, it's I just for us. For, it's just for the locals. That? It's just for the locals. It's not for out of town. Yeah. 
maybe, but I mean, think about the pizza places in town. Is there any place that you think that you have to go just because you've heard? So, I mean, I just don't think that there's anything like that. And well, it's definitely not a pizza town to me. Do you mean if like somebody's in town for the weekend and they have a limited number of like di- dinners out? Would you say there's one pizza place they'd have to go to over other restaurants? I I would not take him to I wouldn't take him there. I'd probably take him to the food you know to the food carts and let them make up their own mind. Well, I don't know about that, but but the the thing about Pizza Week is that this is the week where at select locations and on select dates. Um, and for select slices, you can get a slice for $2 a slice, which is pretty cheap. That's a hell of a deal. You know, I mean, there's, of course, you know, New Yorkers would argue you can get a $2 slice and it's going to be better than anything Portland will ever produce. I get that. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, so um, the, the, uh, the ubiquitous sizzle pie is among the selections here. But there's also a places called 21st Century Pizza, Signal Station Sizzle Pizza. Sizzle Pie is, is actually on there. Yeah, Sizzle Pie is on here. Um, Atomic Pizza, yeah. s- straight from what New York. Show. Straight from New York Pizza, which is actually very close to the IB Studios. So I might. It's uh, pretty good. I might. Yeah. I might go there. Uh, there's also a thing called Baby Doll Pizza. Baby Doll is very good. Yeah, I do like Baby Doll. Where's that at? It's on Stark and maybe 32nd. Okay, I might have to try that out. Maybe maybe a little further down. There's another couple of pizza. I mean, there's a couple of pizza places that's close to the IB Studios that I I'm the only thing that I'm seeing right that I saw is the uh, um, Escape from New York. But but yeah, I'm not sure. I I, I, I oh, actually I've 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 not gotten your uh, perspective yet, AG, in terms of Portland being a pizza town. Well, in, in some ways, I agree with what Max says. Like, there's no destination pizza place. <clears throat> for people like coming out of town, like we have a a donut place people should go to, and we have like a, a Thai place that people should go to. As far as, but as far as pizza, I don't think that anybody coming in out of town is going to be like, oh, I got to go here. But if you're in town, like I, I don't, I can't hardly picture a better pizza than a Pizza Shoals. I mean, their stuff is amazing, and I've, I've never had Ken's, which is a shame, but that's like on par with a Pizza Shoals. But really, Portland is like it's so it's so determined on finding a niche for every little aspect of every item. So there's a you know a Sicilian place, and there's a place that does wood fire. I mean, like everybody does that. But there's all these different little sort of twists that everybody has to do on a pizza instead of just like making you know in New York in New York whether it's good or not it's kind of standardized in a way the cheese pizza yeah i mean it, it, you go to you can go to probably six seven different places and they might be just slightly different but the the product is similarly produced it's, whereas here it's like everything has got to have its own little twist and in new york new york still has obviously it's it's places where people go uh, because of, because they maybe have the best pizza, not just in the world, but maybe not just in New York, but maybe in the world. Yeah. Like there's this pizza place that I hear, I keep hearing about called Defara uh, in New York City. That it's a must, and they always have lines that you know that last eight hours yeah. just to get a slice. But um, but there's a list here uh, that somebody put together. Um, somebody from the Oregonian put together as the best pizza places in Portland. Ready? Coming in at number ten. East Gleason Pizza Lounge. Which is, I like that. They're okay. They're pretty good. 
Number nine. Never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. Number nine. Yeah. Number nine, Baby Doll Pizza. Baby Doll's really pretty good. Really good. I haven't been there myself. Number eight, Pizzeria, Pizzeria Auto, O-T-T-O. Which is on Sandy? It's on Sandy, yeah. It's not been there. But Pizzeria what? Auto. Auto. Like Auto oh. from Repo Man? Again, um, I've never... Most of these places I probably won't have heard of. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just sort of predicting that already. And to be honest, you're probably not going to go there, right? Right. Okay, number se- <laughs> number seven, Taste Bud, which is off of Capitol Highway. Yeah. Number six, Scotty's Pizza Parlor, which is uh, off of Southeast Division. I've 20- not been there. 28th and 21st Division. Uh, number five, ha- number five, Handsome Pizza on 16th and Killingsworth. No, nope, I don't know that one. Number four, Pizza Jerk on uh, 50th, I'm sorry, uh, off of Northeast 42nd somewhere, so I don't know where that is. And then lo- number three, Lovely's Fifty Fifty, which I think this is off of Mississippi. I have, it had is. I have heard the Lovely's before, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was a pizza place. It's pizza and like yeah, soft either. serve ice cream. <laughs> ah, got it. Number two, Ken's Artisan Pizza. Yeah, I haven't had it, but it's right up there. Meh. Number um, one's got to be a Pizza Shoals. And then number one is a Pizza Shoals. Yep. Their pizza is the bomb. I mean, I've never had a bad pizza from there, and... Uh, I'm sure it's fine. I just, again, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get excited about anything that uh, the Portland has pizza wise. I went to, when I went to Chicago. I can't remember the name of the place that I went to, but uh, and that's and that's a whole other discussion whether you like the New York style or the Chicago style pizza. Yep. Um, I don't really care either way. I think both are they're different. So that's I mean they were both the same. They're both like that thick crust, or they were both thin. Thin crust, then I think you could really have an argument, but uh, more of just a preference. But I thought it was amazing the pizza that I had there in Chicago, and you come back here and have the the same type of things. There's several places that actually do an actual deep dish pizza, and it's just not the same. Well, and Chicago is not necessarily deep dish; it just uses more of like almost like a pastry kind of crust. It's a little more buttery right. or something. So like there's a yeah. there's a piece a place I like in Woodstock called Bridge City Pizza, which does Chicago style pizzas, but they're not deep dish. They're just that more buttery kind of pastry crust, and they box cut it, and that stuff is oh my god, it's so good. But where did you was it Lou Malnati's? You went in Chicago? Yeah, it, it was. A, I can't remember the name of the damn. Apparently, it's like really famous. Not Lou Malnati's. Uh, and when I went there, there was a ton of people there. I mean, we could tell it was kind of a tourist trap. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I was kind of suspicious of it when I went in. Uh, but it ended up being, like, it was, like, really good. That, it was talking about that kind of buttery, flaky mm-hmm. uh, crust that they got. It's just so different from the New York style pizza. Uh, and, and, and it was, and, and I remember Patrick, uh, show, uh, show, contributor Patrick had told me that that place that I went he's like oh that's not even that good I'm uh-huh. like really okay shit I mean if it's that good there imagine how much better it is at some of the and so that's that's kind of how I feel about the if you went to New York you probably have the same type of situation where you'd, you'd go to some place that was pretty famous you're like oh well this is really good but then you would get recommendations from the local yokels and, and, they, and then you'd probably find something even more amazing in Portland, I don't think we have that kind of depth as 
far as pizza goes. I think we've got whatever Ken's Artisan shit and uh, whatever was the other one that um, Pizza Shoals, mm-hmm. and that's probably all we have. And, and you know, and when it comes to pizza, it's definitely going to be you know a personal preference. You know, you're going to gravitate towards one versus the other. And, you know, it may be one of the top 10 or it may be something outside of that list. Um, but, I mean, I guess, and even for, especially for me, shit, if somebody says, hey, where, where do you go for authentic Mexican food? I don't know what authentic Mexican food really tastes like. You know, I mean, so to I mean, I, I would recommend Taco Bell. So to me, pizza, Domino's is it. You know, I love Domino's pizza. But, you know, but, but, uh, and I'm, but I'm glad to see, and, and actually the, the article is written by Michael Russell. So he's the uh, Oregonian, um, uh, diner Who? Michael Russell. He's the, he was the Oregon Oregonians. Um, he still is the Oregonians. What do you call those people? Food writers or whatever. Food critic. Or... Food critic. Fuck that guy. Anyway, Fuck him. anyway, so I'm glad to see that Sizzle Pie is not on this list. Honestly, because I, you know I've never really liked <laughs> Sizzle Pie. I don't know. First of all, I thought for a long time it was either vegan or that it was like gluten free, and right. I don't think that's true. But I got that impression eating it that it just was not. There was something. Like they were trying to veganize their pies or something, but I, I think I've heard later that that's not the case. The only the, the one thing I can tell though, and again, I'm no, I'm not Italian, not clearly, but um, but there's a place called Chibo on Southeast uh, 35th or 36th and Division. It's spelled C I B O. They have a really good. Right. They have a really good. Um, uh, margarita. Margarita. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a really good margarita pizza, and I think it boils down to the sauce. Which I think, like I said, up right, ranking up there is Domino's pizza sauce. I mean, I think it's just fantastic. <laughs> I like a Domino's thin crust. They're actually yeah. pretty bomb for <laughs> five bucks. I like that, too. It's, it's, it's one of those kind of pizzas, the Domino's thin crust, that you can eat while uh, drunk. Because, you know, if you don't eat something, you're going to get hungover. And you could eat an entire one of those because of the thin crust and barely even notice that you ate anything. Yeah, it's not like a super heavy pizza, but it's just like it's nice crunch. The sauce is kind of tangy, and, you know, it doesn't age well. Like, you don't want to have it three hours later, but when it's hot, right, oh, right. man, it's pretty good. So I think what we've got for our listener, Edgar, mm-hmm. Edgar, I hope you're still listening to us, but I, th- I think what we've got for Edgar is that, obviously, hopefully he gets a refund mm-hmm. from, you know, a sizable refund, and that he'll use to purchase uh, some $2 slices of pizza while binge watch, while binge watching, or while waiting for the season eight of Game of Thrones, I mean, can't can't really bookmark it any better than that. I mean, it doesn't get any better than being Edgar. <laughs> this that's the fact. That's the fact, right I'm, there, people. I'm waving a Mac right now. A single salute wave. It's Irish salute. Irish salute. <laughs> um, well, anyway, cool. So it's gonna be a good good month. It's gonna be a good month, Max ear. Yes, it's, 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 it's going to be a good month. Uh, again, as long as uh, you, you know you haven't spent all your money on something that you can't that you can't afford, be, you know, because you were waiting for the tax refund. As long as you do that, uh, you'll be good. So when the Jelly of the Month Club does come, uh, you can laugh it off instead of going crazy. On that note, good night.